cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kind of have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. If you are looking for groundbreaking nutritional products which revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting-edge, American-made, all-natural wellness brand. Root the Trinity Pack from GetRootNow.com is a game-changer. Let me show you. Zero In is the world's first quantumceutical, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic which skyrockets your clarity and creativity. Professional athletes have reported over a 40% increase in their performance in only 90 days. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health, optimizes your true brain, helping you tap into quantum consciousness, also known as the God Mind, all together with Clean Slate, which gently wipes out harmful heavy metals from your body, gently evacuating toxins, including graphene oxide. Trinity Pack from Root Altogether helps you increase your performance, longevity, deep sleep, and have a far greater quality of life. Register now at GetRootNow.com to grab your Trinity Pack. Then hit subscribe and save to get $15 back every month. Trinity Pack has also received the gold standard, a worldwide BSCG approval, allowing those in the military to first responders to the NFL, PGA, NBA, FIFA World Cup soccer, and more. Feel assured it is indeed all natural and drug-free. Trinity Pack even comes with a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. So when you grab your Trinity at GetRootNow.com, you can feel good knowing it's endorsed by Tier 1 Special Operations Warriors, to lightworkers, benevolent healthcare heroes, professional athletes, and Olympians detoxing their systems and unleashing their greatest self from across the globe. You can also get rewarded for being part of the Root community. See you there! Ladies and gentlemen and Divine Lions and Lionesses, welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show. I'm delighted to have, returning to the show once again, SG Anon. At this point in time in our community, especially those on Rumble, he needs no introduction. Yet for those who have just been coming off of YouTube or TikTok, I'll allow himself to give you some of the incredible background that he has dropped. And by the way, just today he was announced the number seventh truther in the world on the Charlie Ward Show and by our friends Chaz Carter over at the Patriot Party News Network. And all this from a gentleman who is a full-time husband, a full-time father, he's working a full-time job, and he has been going out there and doing deep dive research on what has been going on in the world for generationally leading up to where we are now, and also deciphering the comms from the Q codes, the Q drops, you name it, as well as comms and speech. And we just had Trump in CPAC. So we're going to be speaking about spirituality and ascension, and that we are gearing up for probably part of the next world war in parts of the different aspects of the planet. And then potentially, and hopefully not, hopefully we'll not see that in our streets, in our cities, we'll prepare for that and discuss some other things that are happening in the geopolitical structure of the world and what you can do from a spiritual standpoint. And the ascension, SG, welcome back, brother. Thanks very much for being here. Just tell, give everybody a little bit of uh, of a heads up on who you are, who's new to the show, my friend. Well, thanks for having me back. I really appreciate it, Brad. Um, 
you know, I've been awake for a while now going back uh, just, just under 13 years at this point, right around 13 years. Uh, my awakening happened with, um, you know, learning that we were all ingesting human embryonic kidney and essentially every soft drink that was um, being produced around the world. And in most major candy products and in most major sweets products, things produced uh, by companies like Nabisco and Nestle. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So that spawned off my awakening journey. Gave me a phenomenal opportunity to uh, go and attempt to join the United States Armed Forces. Wasn't successful in that journey long term. I had a health condition present itself. Um, but that, you know, allowed me the opportunity to uh, really learn a lot about things like cryptography and code breaking, um, uh, military communications. Um, I got a chance to study with some individuals uh, sort of off book, if you will. And uh, I have a great friend of mine who I term my mentor. And, um, you know, I, I want to stress on the show that, you know, my mentor is not someone who's connected to operations in any capacity, certainly not part of Q or the Q movement or, you know, it's not getting active whitehead intel. It's just when I get pointed in certain directions by that uh, influence in my life, it's usually based on a very longitudinal, um, very, very learned perspective of things and an, and an analysis of how things happen in irregular espionage, a sort of red agency situations, which is what we have going on right now around the world. Um, you know, all through the 2000 teens, I got the opportunity to um, really learn a lot of what people are learning recently, you know, learn about the electoral processes and how they get screwed with, uh, learn about hacking, learn about how assets are um, manipulated and moved around. Um, I learned how the silent thieves control us, um, a lot about child trafficking and the human trafficking that goes on in the world and in the internet, and unfortunately takes us to very deep and dark places. 2016 comes around, we have the election slash installation, um, depending on the lens that we're using for the purpose of the discussion of President Donald J. Trump into the presidency, the executive of the United States. And all of a sudden we have the um, full force and authority of the highest levels of the U.S. military at the civilian control. In other words, we the people, <coughs> excuse me, Q comes around in 2017, really kicks off in early 2018. And Q was really sharing with the world in a very public forum a lot of the things that I had come to realize myself in my own personal studies and a lot of people had come to realize, um, but shared it in such intense detail and such in, in such very great depth that it was apparent we had more than a simple, um, if I can use the term, more than a simple um, internet nightcrawler, if you will, on the, on the web, we had a, a real military operation of some sort going on. We were getting NSA traffic cam shares. We were getting um, photographs taken from inside temples on islands, uh, things that really wouldn't be accessible unless, <clears throat> excuse me, someone had access to very sensitive data. Yeah. And it helped to fill in the picture that a lot of folks that have been you know, awake over the last 20 or 30 years and have sort of understood from a proximal standpoint, it really helped to fill a lot of that in. Fast forward to nowadays, and we have a situation going on in the world where we're entering or we're, we're entered into and we're living through a military continuity of government operation here in the United States of America and in several different countries to include Germany and the UK and Canada, believe it or not, um, at this particular point in time. And so we're seeking to understand in this espionage war what's really real, what's not real, what are the kinetic activities that are actually occurring at the physical level why are we experiencing such chaos at the surface level in other areas? You know, things like these train derailments, which are real, 
you know, these are not narrative uh, hypers. These are real events that are occurring. So we seek to understand why. And really the why behind that is a massive struggle between good and evil. Um, but it's being played in shadow, <coughs> excuse me, shadow areas of our society because it is in those very shadow areas that this evil has managed to control us. We're talking about bureaucratic institutions at various levels. We're talking about corrupt court systems and blackmailed judges. We're talking about investors, businessmen, boards of directors in various companies like Norfolk Southern and other uh, companies around the world, Apple, uh, Twitter, Google, uh, YouTube, things like this. And so that's sort of a very long answer to the initial question of like, where are, you know, where are you from and, and how does that play into where we're at right now? You know, mm -hmm. it plays into a very longitudinal picture that we've had where the deep state and this, what we call the White Hat Alliance, have really been going back and forth for a long time now. And this particular plan has been in the, in the works since the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. Now, where we go from here, I think, is a very um, intense, pinched, pinched period of time where we go through a transition process that the, the power structures, um, certain hegemonies around the world, um, you know, certain consolidated areas of influence like healthcare, like big pharma, um, you know, big agriculture, a very centralized governmental bureaucracy. I think we see a lot of this dismantled over time. And it's going to be a very intense ride. And that's what this is really all about. You know, John F. Kennedy, and by the way, that's a great summary. Thank you. You know, literally putting it into a few minutes of where we've come from, where we've been, and right now where we're setting up to where we're going. We'll speak to that in a few moments here, SG. And here is an excerpt that I'm going to read from John F. Kennedy's speech on April 27, 1961, and this is known as the Secret Society speech. And so he delivered this to the American Newspaper Publishers Association. And this excerpt of the speech says this, he declared to them, our way of life is under attack. Those who make themselves our enemy are advancing around the globe. No war ever posed a greater threat to our security. If you are awaiting a finding of clear and present danger, then I can only say that the danger has never been more clear and its presence has never been more imminent. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covert means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. This is a famous speech. Even I in Canada grew up knowing about this. And it leaves off this. He says, it is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. JFK. And here we are today. We were warned by Eisenhower of the military industrial complex in his outgoing speech, JFK, April 27, 1961, is that speech. And here we are all this time later facing down that evil which has infiltrated its tentacles above the earth, on earth, and below us. 
and you and I are alive. We're able to talk. So we know that there's great things that are going because they wanted to cut off our heads and put us into the kill camps that have been built in Canada in the uh, FEMA kill camps and concentration camps around the United States. And we've got a lot of great things that are going on, but I believe SG, as you're about to allude to here in this interview, there's a very dark moment that people have to prepare themselves for, which we as mankind are going through now and likely have to exit this dark moment so we have the full light of day that's shed upon us. What are your thoughts, my friend, recently? And maybe we just start with the Trump speech at CPAC because he had a very couple of choice comments you mentioned in the pre-show, which I think are a great setup to what's happening now. Well, you know, we've seen a rhetoric step up. This is actually one of the things we're going to talk about in File 43. The rhetoric step up from, from President Trump, if we watch it longitudinally, we have a brave heart moment going on. We have the man just a few weeks ago changing his profile picture, his public uh, social media presence for the first time since his uh, candidacy, really, since he came down the escalator. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the face that he chose to paint is a very obvious ode to the Braveheart story and is a war paint, um, you know, sort of like a uh, on the war path for freedom kind of thing. We have rhetoric stepped up now highlighting treason. He's uh, retruthed, just recently retruthed a Q post, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And retruthed an individual that had a poem which was written very similar to a Q post and actually uh, called attention to a similar post. We'll talk about a little bit about that in file 43. Mm -hmm. So all of this is going on on 45's uh, Truth Social. Yeah. We have the CPAC speech uh, that he gave just recently, and that his speech is absolutely loaded. I mean, we could spend an entire show discussing the comms from that, but you know, to really summarize it, there were a couple of really big ones. The, the biggest one being that he was up there on stage and he just made a statement and he looked around the room and he said, gosh, I'm sure going to miss a lot of people in this room, you know, and that's, that's coming from, um, you know, it, it was a great interjective moment for the, the topic matter at hand, but it's also got a much deeper meaning there. You know, we have a lot of people that are uh, turncoats and, you know, this is the period of time where they're being presented the opportunities. They're being, they're being given the choices and people do have free will. And at the end of the day, there will be some military law that comes down as a result of all of this, but what you alluded to just a moment ago, it does have to get darker. Chris Miller recently went on air and stated that the military in the United States, and this is true of everywhere in the world, can be used for domestic law enforcement purposes, but not until civil society has broken down. In other words, we have to incapacitate the levers of society. Uh, what that looks like is anybody's guess. Do we have an energy crisis? Do we have a nuclear war scare event? Do we have a collapse of the financial system? Do we have um, a massive cyber attack that knocks out the, the economy? Do we have a variation of the above or do we have none of the above? We really just don't know. But what we know is that as this system continues to collapse, we are bankrupting them we're simultaneously destroying a lot of their infrastructures. As a matter of fact, they're being forced to destroy a lot of their own infrastructure. Because once, this, once the hammer falls, what remains on the infrastructure side will be used against them. So it's in their best interest on the way out to leave as little of it standing as possible. And unfortunately, we get caught in the middle because that's, this is the control matrix that forms our society. So there's going to be crossover. There's going to be collateral, if you will. There's going to be that uh, sort of civilian military alliance necessity going on where we shoulder part of the burden. Um, but the good news is that we shoulder part of the burden 
they fall and then we rise and we get to build the new earth. Yeah, it's beautiful, you know, and I do see more kinetic coming down the way from what I've been hearing and feeling and our pre-show, you validated that. And, you know, whether we're talking about January 6th, so those tapes are coming out now and those files have just been released in the last 48 hours, but China and Taiwan, Taiwan even signaling saying, we expect China to enter our airspace, could be even tomorrow. And we're on March 7th. This is a full moon night in North America, folks. And it's March 8th overseas in Australia on the other side of the world. So it could be very well happening tomorrow for us, today for them. And here's the other thing too, there were 35 deltas referred to yesterday on March 6th, SG, in the, in the Q drop. So it really does seem like that boiling point is right here, like right here, which we've all kind of been waiting for, but you also know that it's gonna get hard. So you kind of grit your teeth like, Okay, we're going to have to do it, right? What are you seeing my, may pop up from the theater in China over in Asia Pacific, as well as uh, Ukraine and Putin uh, and taking care of business over there too? Well, it's worth highlighting that the, you know, the Chinese economy is regressing at a rate that's unprecedented. Um, we have a very, very big problem coming in the financial world because of China. The supply chain is actually beginning to break down. We have FedEx whistleblowers saying that the cargo supposedly coming out of the Chinese area of the world and that area is just, it's not getting onto the planes, it's not getting onto the ships. Um, <clears throat> so we have a breakdown really of a lot of that going on. Um, as this goes forward, we have Putin, um, Crown Prince Ben Salman, the Iranian government, um, certain, certain individuals I should say in the Iranian government and then South Africa, all strengthening their ties with China and China with them. Um, actually, China just came out today and said that it is a necessity that they strengthen ties quickly and, and deepen those ties with Russia quickly uh, because they know what's coming. Mm -hmm. Chinese equipment, <clears throat> excuse me, Chinese equipment is being flowed through Russia to the Western uh, portions of that area of the world into Europe for the Ukrainian war as we speak. Uh, that began several weeks ago. They recently, President Xi personally invited the Belarusian uh, President Lukashenko to Beijing to discuss a deepening of economic ties and a sharing of military, um, essentially strategy, basically. So a beginning of planning and coordination. These are massive ties that we can sort of read. And we know that we see the writing on the wall. China is coming into this war. This is going to happen. And so from based on our history, and we know that a lot of things that are being done in the world today are symbolically mimicking certain things that happened in the world in years past because we are reversing some of those uh, changes in geopolitical power uh, concentrations of military force concentrations of financial clout concentrations and balance of economy and trade and commerce around the world i think we can expect to see japan and taiwan um, and possibly even um, the australia new zealand area involved in an active Pacific theater conflict. Um, we know the U.S. Navy is in the Pacific theater. We know that the Australian and New Zealand navies and, um, you know, and navies from other nations in that area are very actively patrolling and watching the situation. And we know that the Australian, New Zealand, U.S., Chinese, Russian, you know, all of these different militaries at key levels are actually cooperating with one another because we have evidence of the intelligence sharing that's going on. I think that we see a situation play out that for the narrative space and to the sleepers and the normies is going to appear as a beginning of World War III. 
but is really going to be a targeted full-fledged operation to begin destruction of Pacific Rim underground military bases and tunnels. Um, we've got those operations happening covertly right now underneath New Guinea. Uh, they've been going on underneath New Zealand for a while and underneath that uh, Vietnam area of the world. But I think we're going to see that ramped up. And I think the narrative cover for that is going to be this World War III scare event. Um, now, whether the U.S. gets involved in that directly or whether we see uh, some sort of reinvention, maybe there's you know a false flag attack on the U.S. that's blamed again on another power, maybe China or Russia. Um, we don't really know how that's going to go forward, but we know that it's a back and forth. So there's a military strategy to flush out military traders, but there's also a military strategy to handle real world kinetic problems. And so we're, we're seeing a blending of those two intentionally. So I think in this information war, but I expect that in the narrative space, we're going to see a world war three style setup. Mm -hmm. I, I have to agree with you on that, but you've got actually better intelligence. I would say than I do just intuitively feeling this. And here's the thing, an important distinction to make for people who are listening too. there is communist Chinese party versus Republic of China. Like you have the USA corporation versus the USA Republic and the difference between all the other Commonwealth countries and the crown corporation. It's hard to say that without grinding your teeth, knowing even at this point in time in 2023, how much they have just messed with us for generations and eons. And, you know, people are surprised when they hear the Crown, the Crown Corporation in Canada is based in Washington, D.C. You know, they just, that is just a, a moment, especially for Canadians I talk to, you know, friends and relatives who will still talk to me, right? Because I've been the conspiracy theorist for many of them. Um, it's a little bit of levy there. So it's important for you folks, if you're watching this or listening to this, you know, you, you tie into the fact that there is an alliance global for many countries that are here to flesh out the nasties, right? And we've called them demons, Satanists who worship an evil AI. There you are. That's it, right? Not new for anybody who's been with us before SG, but new for those who might be just coming aboard right now because we're now on all podcast platforms. And so maybe somebody's picking this up. So understand that the narrative you may see that's published in the news and the mainstream media about World War III happening and all of these incursions into certain people's sovereign airspace may actually just be for the benefit of mankind. Yet, like you pointed out, SG, you know, we're kind of caught in the middle, you know, between these warring factions, you know, and people that have our best interests for the long term at heart. And uh, the infiltration has just been so deep. What about, um, what do you think about Nassara and Jassara and the collapse of the banking system? We just saw Bank of England three weeks ago actually come out and publish that they're going to use the Ripple's XRP ledger uh, for the currency. I know there's a lot of people with fear on the central uh, CBDCs that are coming out. I can tell you, and I've shared it many times on this show when people have asked me, that in 2020 in Vancouver, BC, in film, the persona ID was being rolled out. And by 2021, unless you selected your pronouns for Canadian television and film and entertainment, then there was a ch chance where you may not get paid, right? And by that time, I was done with everything. So people have to be aware that the persona ID, the digital ID, the social credit score has already been rolled out in Canada, along with the same day suicide for kids 12 and up. 
I people have said that's a white hat operation. I don't know if you have intel there, since I'm just kind of going off tangent a little bit. But I I have heard a I don't know about a lot, but many people have stated you know that people have been killed. Right? We do have the reports of thirty five thousand people in Canada killed through the MAID program, and I don't believe it's just a white hat operation to wake up the normies. I believe that there are people that really want to get these kids killed off and that are still part of the deep state and they're planning on rolling that out in other countries. So on that one point, do you have any intel if it is a white hat operation or not? And uh, then we'll move back to, you know, finances, which are very key for people because what 22% of the Canadian families right now can't afford groceries, 22% of a population of about 38 million, right? And they've been cut off from unemployment and also food stamps. So we'll go back there. You know, that's an interesting topic that I've been looking into research, but everything that I'm finding doesn't suggest it's a white hat op. It suggests that it's a retaliatory measure. Um, we have we have a very real enemy, right? We have control of key sectors of society in many places. We have safeguards instituted to prevent societal collapse in many places, but that doesn't necessarily handle the community the municipality and the state-based or provincial-based traders that are, uh, they exist to help um, their cogs in the system, right? They're cogs in the wheel. They allow the gears to turn forward. Just because we handle things at the very, very top doesn't mean that that causes that area of society to uh, automatically be cleaned. We have to start with the top and come down. And I think we're approaching the critical mass point where we're going to be entering into these very public uh, very face-to-face -face sort of point of sale, if you will, um, interactions that we have in society where people are going to find themselves faced with very difficult choices, crimes against humanity, treasonous acts, maybe that they didn't even realize they were committing, but ignorance is still no excuse. So when the research is out there and the public open source forum has been satisfied, which is sort of the entire point of the Q operation, then we have legitimacy. We have legal basis for holding someone to a higher standard of justice and a higher standard of integrity and that's really this period of time right now this is the sifting and the sorting this is the wheat and the chaff this is a spiritual moment for humanity because there are those among us who we know very personally and very well and who um, may mean well as human beings that are going to find themselves ensnared in a very large worldwide uh, call for justice and they may not escape so this is the this is the time where we have the opportunity to uh, awaken and align ourselves as humanity before we get to that military justice point. And that military justice point is coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I sense that as well. Thanks. Thanks for validating that too, because it doesn't didn't look to me at all that that was a White House operation, especially with all the reports that I'm getting. Of, you know, pick up the phone and your kid is 17 years old. Come pick him up at the hospital. Where do you want to send his body? You know, and he went off to high school that day, seemed to be fine. Um, Nisara. Just Sarah, we're seeing the signals on the banking system very much come to light in some of the mainstream media news operations or outlets, excuse me, around the world, confused operations, those, but it is a mockingbird operation for them. What are you picking up? Because I know that's also on the back of a lot of people's minds right now. You know, do you see that that's going to coincide with military operation in a public way and drop the fiat currency Babylonian money system and then bring up? a form of Nasara for folks. And if you don't have information on this, that's totally cool. I'm also interested in your intuitive read because you are an extremely intuitive person, whether you know it or not. 
Well, you know, as far as physical evidence of that, we actually had a really good case recently. Um, the U.S. Secret Service just a few days ago raided the headquarters here in the United States of what would be considered Bitcoin of America. And I forget the name of the actual group, but it was in Lyle, I believe, Ohio or Loyal. I'd have to go back and check. But that was a Secret Service operation. Um, Q has referenced a couple of times that patriots in the U.S. Secret Service were essential and intrinsic to this operation because of the Secret Service charter. Um, they can investigate financial crimes. They can investigate, um, you know, government candidates, things like this. They have a pretty broad mandate. So to see them involved publicly in the news space was very encouraging. Um, it sort of speaks to the acceleration of the defunding of these various networks of cabal wealth where they hide their assets because we're taking all of them back, right? Eventually we're going to redistribute. Eventually we're going to make this right for we, the people everywhere. And it may have to be a process. You know, you know, as far as rollout and things like that, it's entirely possible that we see a very slow, silent rollout in the system itself. Um, and we could see an interruption in the banking system at the public level, uh, simply because the deep state would have to, um, they would have to do something like that anyway. And it's worth highlighting that while the White Hat Alliance may have control of key financial sectors in the world, the White Hat Alliance has not gone down and cleaned the community levels and the state levels of certain institutions and organizations. We're really trying to convert a lot of that, convert a lot of that infrastructure and capture it and repurpose it for our purposes rather than simply imploding it because it takes a lot longer to recover if we implode it all. If we can capture it, then we have a much, a much more shortened period of pain. So we may have a short period of pain in this transition. I don't know how it's going to look, to be honest with you, my friend. It's, it's very well uh, played close to the chest, extremely close to the chest by this military operation. But we know that we have um, legal framework and executive order framework in play from President Trump, from the U.S. Congress, and from several other countries around the world that are pointing us towards a quantum way, a way of life, a new financial governance, a new financial understanding the rhetoric is already in the mainstream space now for the abolition of the IRS, the abolition of the DHS, the EPA. So these these sorts of topics are, you know, um, they're fermenting and gestating, if you will, in the consciousness of mankind. And so I think we're going to have a very fun process, whatever it looks like. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's a key word. I appreciate you saying that. Fun, you know, and I don't believe in people saying stand back, grab some popcorn, watch the show. To me, unless it's said in jest with a little bit of humor, really that means apathy and complacency. And there is no place for complacency or apathy in nature. You're either growing and evolving and learning or you're dying, right? You know, the flower is either growing or dying, same as the bird, the squirrel and whatnot. So folks understand this, that fun aspect of it. I appreciate you keying in on it, SG, because knowing what is coming and has been withheld from us and suppression, even stuff we don't know yet. We just know there are great times. And Trump had mentioned as well about building new cities in the quantum leap. And I think this is a great way to lead us into the aspect of ascension spirituality in our light body, because we are the quantum reactor that they have been afraid of. We are that great soul with extreme and immense power the rocket ship of our body, if you want to look at it like that. And I was referring to it uh, in an um, interview with Clayton Thomas just uh, about 24 hours ago. We're talking about unlocking your quantum reactor of this body that our divine creator put together 
incomplete perfection that they've attempted to detune to like a three and a half horsepower, you know, lawnmower and then enslave that lawnmower. Right. So, so what have you got that you see from those comms in that CPAC speech? And are there other comms from that CPAC speech you'd like to share with the audience who are watching the broadcast or listen to this podcast? Ladies and gentlemen, our show will continue after these brief and important messages. You likely have already seen Honey Seagold and I have announced a workshop taking place on March 20th. That is the spring equinox, the end of our solar event we're going through in the system about how to be your own Nasara. Literally, how to become who you're supposed to be when you came into this world. So between myself as a Reiki master and a light worker, as well as Honey Sea Golden and Incarnated Angel, what you'll receive in this workshop is intuition expansion, dropping or negative programming, Reiki, energy, and light language activations, and of course, to remove subconscious blocks from money blocks, foundational blocks, drop fear, self-doubt, and uncertainty, and remove potentially all of any known or hidden lack of self-love and believe you can receive what you want to in life. So to claim your spot, you go to honeyseagolden.com forward slash be your own Nasara. You can also hit the QR code that is coming up right now, and that will take you directly there. Thank you very much and look forward to seeing you soon. And now back to our show. Well, you know, I mean, the speech itself was loaded. We had discussion about federal assets into blue states. We had discussion about drug trafficking and human trafficking. We had discussion about, you know, this is the final battle. This is the time to take back our country. Trump literally called himself our retribution. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. Retribution is a very intense word. I think it's worth highlighting that retribution is a sort of a righteous revenge. Retribution is something that the Asian societies of the world would consider a meaningful charter and a meaningful mandate to restore honor to their family line. So it's not a light handed word. And for him to say that in front of the entire world, knowing this is a worldwide operation, tells me that we're at a really sensitive time right now where we're beginning and we're going to be ramping up into really accelerating their death publicly. Now, as that pertains to the spiritual process and the ascension process, our ascension is better termed our return to our roots. Our ascension process is, realize, is realizing altogether uh, for the first time in human history, every one of us everywhere understanding just how powerful we really are. We are, like you said, quantum reactors, but it's almost more than that. We're conduits for, you know, a holy energy. We're conduits for a source of, uh, a source of creation that creates entire worlds and planetoids where, where we are part of a much greater whole, right? Um, and so understanding that, that really calls to attention what our spiritual gifts are. You know, the, the good book talks about us all having certain spiritual gifts and acumens and things like that, but how do we hone those? What are they? How do we understand them? How do we figure them out? And that comes through our intuitive sense, which is our soul connection. It's the point where we interface with that God, that Holy of Holies. It is the Holy Spirit, if you will. Um, and it helps guide us and direct us and point us in the direction we're supposed to go. And we have the ability, if we weren't messed with on the physiological level, and I mean through fluoride, through zinc oxide, through aluminum, through strontium, through barium, through uh, um, talc, through asbestos, through Roundup, through 
um, statin drugs, through uh, lisinopril, through all sorts of other, you know, you could, the list is on and on and on for big pharma medicines, um, Xanax, any behavioral medication that's ever been prescribed. If none of that was occurring and we had true free water, true free food, and our spiritual bodies and our DNA specifically within our spiritual bodies, our physiological interface with that spiritual realm, our DNA, right? Um, if that was in its fullest form, we have the ability to control and direct it to a limited fashion, the creative functionalities that the Holy of Holies, the God of all things has. We're made in the image and likeness of the creator. We're made in the image and likeness of that almighty. And our uh, human experience allows us to leverage certain functionalities that the almighty has because we are the children of God. We're supposed to improve this world. We can control and direct our thoughts and then take action based on those thoughts. We can imagine a new world and then we can work towards it. We can hold that as the object of our attention long enough for the spiritual components in our life to come together. In other words, I can walk towards or pursue or invest my um, heart and soul into this particular uh, object of my attention, this particular pursuit of passion, and I will see it through to some extent. And our work is tuning into that God force, that sustainment of all things, right? And understanding what it's trying to tell us because it calls us to our path of least resistance. It's literally a light unto our feet and our path, and it helps guide us as we move forward. It is awakening now in a massive, very uniform sense all across the planet, uh, all around the world. And that is their nightmare. That is the worst thing that can happen to them. Because when these individuals participate in the occultic ceremonies and the occultic practices and religions that they do, when they participate in the level of evil and depravity that they do, they short circuit that very creative ability that we were just talking about. So they need us. They have to have us to build the matrix that we have to build the lifestyle that they want the world to have because they can't do it anymore. So it's worth highlighting that this is a very real war for the heart and soul of mankind. This is a real war for uh, how we control and direct uh, life in this world, how we uh, celebrate things, how we create things, how we uh, express ourselves. And, and really, if I can get, you know, I can appreciate to the, the more socialist audience, how we, um, you know, how we come together for those important causes that are greater than ourselves and that are outside of us. That's what we're learning. That's really what the Ascension process is about. And it's really going to be cool to see where it goes. It certainly is. You know, we are carbon-based crystalline structures, our human form that we have right now for mankind, man or woman. There is no other kind, right? And I had Bishop O'Connor back on, and it was about his fourth time now on the show. It was just a one-on-one. -on -one. And for those who haven't watched that show, this is former Army, U.S. Army major, combat veteran, multi-combat veteran, Jim O'Connor, it's been uh, written up in West Point in the room that he and his roommate were in. He punched Cobal the demon in the face when it manifested its form. And then they shut down that room and they blocked off that aspect of West Point Military Academy. This we're going back to the 70s. And it was his room. And after he got out of the service, he then eventually became a priest and now a bishop who's ordained and successfully performed 11 exorcisms. And his order is the Pre-Constantine 
Orthodox Church, where they believe in, you know, man and woman can both be priests. Man and women can also be married and live together as priests and interpret Aramaic and Hebrew as he divinated and shared in the show we just recorded last week. He said, here is the actual prophecy for the second coming of Christ. And he said, here are here's the window of time and the exact year and also the Antichrist and who that was. And that was Barry Sorensen, right? Baruch and Bama is Hebrew and for the angel who fell from heaven. And then they bridge it with O in Hebrew and it's Baruch Obama that we have. So for SG to hear, to share with everybody and you're hearing, it's a spiritual war. Absolutely. And eight years now, a Yushui Reiki master, and having done some a lot of other spiritual work in addition to that, there was a team that I was working with on the side where people who had taken the shots, because they changed the frequency of your soul, your soul is unable to go back to source. And so we have to help those souls. And there's also amazing people around the world that are doing this just on their own, helping free the souls who are caught in the in-between, if you will. And the fact that we are here in this time, we have all incarnated. Our souls have come here to connect with each other. Where we go one, we go all is galactic, you know, not just something that was written on the side of a vote for JFK. And it had some meaning then back in the 60s and the 40s as well, when he was serving in World War II. This is literally a galactic sense. And this is from a spiritual war for humanity, which for the most part, if we lose America, we lose the world, but we're not losing America whatsoever. You know, I, I believe there's enough people stood up, regardless of those people coming across the border and the open borders in the United States SG. And the same thing that a number of us patriots in Canada and the UK and Australia and elsewhere have been able to confirm that there are Soros funded organization NGOs that are bringing most of those fighting age males over and backing the cartels and that child trafficking. And they're really scared of the fact that we're here at this point in time in humanity. And I like how you said that. It's fun in a way, knowing what's about to come. What do you think people should do to prepare for the next several weeks or several months until we're finally there. We're at that stage where we can all embrace each other and it is peace and prosperity, absolute peace and prosperity on this planet. What do you, what would you encourage people to do between now and then? You know, between now and then, the very best thing that we can do is live the way that God intended. Um, we're supposed to be fearless beings. This is not supposed to be a painful experience. Things are supposed to come fairly easy. I mean, we have some work that has to be done. We have some lessons long-term, I think generational and even lifelong lessons that we do have to learn. So there is, there are difficult times, there are obstacles or challenges, there's contrasts that come into our experience, but we're supposed to predominantly live pretty fearless and pretty confident in our ability and, and our understanding of who we are. As far as preparing, you know, my grandmother used to say that she would get a couple of extra cans of this or that when she would go to the grocery store, nothing big, a few extra dollars. She canned some food at different points along the way because she did have some time after she retired and that was something she enjoyed doing. Um, it became a hobby of her. So really it became fun as we talked about just a moment ago. Um, you know, grabbing a case of water, grabbing a few extra gallons of water if you buy it that way, um, stockpiling a couple of, you know, different options for food, things that can be prepared fairly quickly, things that maybe don't require uh, outright heat, uh, just in case you were to lose things like power or 
know, gas, if you have gas, heat, things like that. We just don't know, right? This is an original, unprecedented moment in history. But I think that we have the lessons of the Depression generation that we can take with us and apply in a sensible, reasonable, methodical sense. It doesn't have to be a fear-based thing. We don't have to go to the grocery store and buy up everything that they have on the shelf. We just have to commit to being consistent in our preparation. Many of us go to the store maybe once a week or once every couple of weeks. Um, some people out there, they're able to pull some cash periodically from uh, the deposits that they have into their bank accounts and keep them on hand. Um, you know, pull what you can. Stockpile nothing more than you know a, a small percentage of what you need to live and meet your and meet your um, provisional goals and things like that. But at the at the at the end of the day, it really has to be done without fear. Fear feeds the matrix. Fear gives them um, a leg up. It allows them to intimidate us, and that's one of the reasons that we have you know point zero 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 one percent of the population controlling the other ninety nine point I think three nines. If that um, if that ratio was to hold up, you know that's that's how we got here, and that's not we don't have to be that way anymore. And the evidence for that is the fact that we can have a broadcast like this, and neither one of us are being black bagged by the CIA. The fact that this can occur and it can occur so openly with such a worldwide reach is clear and present evidence to me that we are at war and we are winning and we are disempowering portions of their agenda and portions of their matrix further and further every day that we go along. As we go forward from here, it is going to get more intense. We do have to see a drop in the value of the dollar. We do have to see geopolitical power shifts change. We do have to see certain satanic monuments destroyed. All right, there are going to be events that are really going to be frightful for, for folks, and it's worth understanding that preparing now in a, from a peaceful place will help to keep us centered as we go forward. And at the end of the day, if you're having a hard time with that, lock yourself away from these sorts of broadcasts, get rid of your phone, take it, put it in another room, turn the television off, and just listen to the sound of your air conditioner for a couple of minutes. It'll help calm the soul. It allows you to sort of return to your own center. And it helps get that intuitive um, part of us, you know, back into the forefront as opposed to being drowned out. We really get drowned out by our own thoughts, and that's where we go wrong. And we're not going to be that way anymore. Agreed, and great advice. You know, I was on the show earlier this morning in Europe, and they asked me as we were wrapping up, and I was being interviewed, and they shared, you know, Brad, what would you impart on everybody that they should do? And this ties right into what we're talking about from a spiritual sense. And I said, well, tap into the art of your heart. Now, I don't know if I came up with that or I've heard it and I've parroted it either way, but I feel that that is, you know, extremely powerful. So when, when you are heart centered and Heart Math Institute has great studies on this, that the heart vibration of the heart and the power is 5,000 times more powerful than any other organ in your body. And you can either meditate or you can even just place your hand on your heart, go into that room, like you mentioned, SG, and listen to the air conditioner, but you put your focus on your heart. It has an extreme calming effect. And in addition to that, what it will do with your bioelectric field, because we are also an electric, like I said, quantum reactor, an electromagnetic frequency generator, like all things in this current reality we live in, then it also calms the space around you as well, right? And we've been bombarded with Wi-Fi and LTE, potentially 5G in, in certain areas and other frequencies that they placed into the atmosphere over our heads and underneath our feet. So that will really help you folks. 
as well. And if there's anything you like to do, whether it's reading, writing, recording, making videos, teaching as a benevolent, that is the art of your heart. That's your soul whispering to yourself of something that is in your innate capability and a talent that you brought into this world as a unique expression of our divine creator. And they are afraid of that because they put that fear over us, like you mentioned, SG, to manifest the reality they want, that 0.0001% in the world, no longer, absolutely no longer. So as we're here to pretty much wrap up, looking forward over the next few months, and we ask everybody this on the show, and you're aware of this as well, the genie in the bottle question, mate. Um, if you could rub a bottle and the genie pops out, or you have all of creator's power at your fingertips, and there's one wish that could manifest for you on upon the world or the galaxy, what would it be? What would be your one wish for mankind right now, or even the galaxy, if you could make that happen? Um, you know, my friend, my wish would be that all children everywhere are free. You know, we like to think of ourselves as civilized cultures and civilized beings, and yet we have a segment, a very tiny, almost infinitesimal segment, but a powerful segment of our uh, species that is literally eating its own young. Um, you know, this is barbarism at the universal level. And it's my understanding, uh, based on the research that I've done, that a species anywhere in the, in the you know, plane of existence that we have, if they are assaulting and destroying their young for a period of longer than uh, four generations, then they will eventually cease to exist. In other words, they sort of get filtered out because that love of all things doesn't allow the progression of life forward in a negative way over time. You know, we may have periods of hundreds of years where there's balancing back and forth. But there's always the emergence of a better way of life. There's always a paradise land. There's always a better thing coming because that's the nature of God. That's the nature of this universe, I think, that we live in. And that's what's so pivotal about this point here and now in the world is we are we have taken the pendulum all of the way to the other end as far as it can go. So it must uh, revert back and come forward. And my wish would be that we get the children taken care of so that we can do that. We can't take that pendulum forward. We can't accelerate excuse me, who we really are. And really, we have, we're not going to be able to find, I think, the, the level of unification necessary across we the people everywhere in the world until we save all of these kids and show the world the truth. And so that's my wish on that. Yeah, it'll be a shocking wave of call. Beautiful wish and definitely prayers all the time uh, for the children in the world. Where can people find you, my friend? Because we know there are a lot of infiltrators that have ripped off your name and your channels. Um, so where are the, the places people can find you? And the description will be here in the links as well. The links will be in the description as well. Yeah. I really have to love the Five Eyes folks. They're just the most persistent gang in the world. Um, mm -hmm. My authentic channels can be found at Truth Social. Um, I'm on Truth Social at the handle Real SGNon, and it has a red check mark now. It should be fairly easy to identify. Mm -hmm. And then I'm on Rumble.com um, at rumble.com slash user slash Q news Patriot and any other rumble channel, you know, using my name, image, or likeness is a fake. I tell people they can follow me on other platforms if truth or rumble or both are not really available in their countries. Uh, but just be advised that I don't own or operate any other platforms. Those are the only two. Awesome. mate. Well, thank you very much for being here, my friend. God bless you, your family and what you do. Thank you for your 
time. I know it's late in the evening for you out there. And God bless, because I on your one of your last audio files, you mentioned you guys are kind of downwind from East Palestine, Ohio. So much love to all of you and the folks out there enduring that, even up into Canada. Thank you very much, Brad. Blessings, my friend. It'll be all right. We win together. So we're going to have to hunker down as patriots, but it's really important to note that we win together and this sort of bond across mankind has never been seen before and it will be their undoing. Copy that. Ladies and gentlemen, you've just heard from SG Anon, voted just today, the number seventh truther in the world. And this is all about getting the message out to awaken humanity and people can stand up so we can be free, loving, sovereign, prosperous souls on God's earth as intended. You're listening to The Sovereign Soul. Please hit, we invite you to hit the like button here on Rumble. Helps the algorithm, helps get the message out. And on behalf of myself and the Bling Buddha, Baron Red Pills from his nine mil with a Punisher tattoo over his left breast to save the children, we wish you good day or good night wherever you are. Many blessings and God bless, and we'll see you back here soon. Thanks, everybody. If you are looking for groundbreaking nutritional products which revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting-edge, American-made, all-natural wellness brand. Root the Trinity Pack from GetRootNow.com is a game-changer. Let me show you. Zero In is the world's first quantumceutical, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic which skyrockets your clarity and creativity. Professional athletes have reported over a 40% increase in their performance in only 90 days. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health, optimizes your true brain, helping you tap into quantum consciousness, also known as the God Mind, all together with Clean Slate, which gently wipes out harmful heavy metals from your body, gently evacuating toxins, including graphene oxide. Trinity Pack from Root Altogether helps you increase your performance, longevity, deep sleep, and have a far greater quality of life. Register now at GetRootNow.com to grab your Trinity Pack. Then hit subscribe and save to get $15 back every month. Trinity Pack has also received the gold standard, a worldwide BSCG approval, allowing those in the military to first responders to the NFL, PGA, NBA, FIFA World Cup soccer, and more. Feel assured it is indeed all natural and drug-free. Trinity Pack even comes with a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. So when you grab your Trinity at GetRootNow.com, you can feel good knowing it's endorsed by Tier 1 Special Operations Warriors, to lightworkers, benevolent healthcare heroes, professional athletes, and Olympians detoxing their systems and unleashing their greatest self from across the globe. You can also get rewarded for being part of the Root community. See you there! Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.